Welcome to the Sex, Travel, Sports, Food Podcast with your host, Cousin Cornbread on A-N-D-S Radio. That's ain't no damn station radio. We're delivering this straight to your earphones, your car speakers, and sound bars on that Wi-Fi, hotspots, Ethernet, T1 lines, shared data plans, or however you get on the internet. And we about to go ahead and get this commentary in and solve life's problems. Y'all ready? Set. Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's cornbread. Hey man, welcome back to Sex Travel Sports Food Podcast with your host, your favorite cousin, cousin cornbread. Yeah. And on this episode, man, unfortunately, we do not have the rowdy, ravishing, rude on my side this time man you know what i'm talking about and you know that she just had to take a little break it break real quick and um ain't ain't she'll be back very soon so i hope y'all can push through on this and just kind of like go ahead and and and, and suffer you know just with my ass on this joint man <laughs> but yeah man i appreciate y'all coming back man the sex travel sports food podcast this episode number 34 you know in the books man we about to get it in and uh, on this episode right here, man, I'm gonna, I'm only gonna cover two topics, man. It's gonna be uh, one is about what I have termed courtesy sex. Okay, I want to discuss that, and I also want to discuss tipping uh, service people in the Caribbean when you take trips to to the Caribbean, man. All right, so. Those are going to be the only two things I cover on this episode, so it might be a little short one unless I start running my mouth more than I expect to. All right, so we're going to get that in. And, um, again, I appreciate everybody coming back, man, and especially if this is your first time, please welcome. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate you coming for whatever reason to check this out. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on my website, just go on CousinCornbread.com and click the podcast link. And you can subscribe on whatever platform you need to subscribe on. If you listen on your smartphone or your or wherever you on your tablet, whatever you doing with your life. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you go actually subscribe so you get these alerts when we drop these new episodes. All right. So appreciate that, man. And um, you can also find the audio only on my dope podcast.com as well if you want to just avoid all the other stuff that cousin cornbread does uh you can just go straight on there you know what i'm talking about because i do a bunch of stuff in addition to the podcast all right i want y'all to know that i host events i had i hosted an event last week a wild west event you know what i'm saying where i was the mc with that well i shout out to dj ghost who was up there too uh and it was a good event, man. We had a mechanical bull out there. Uh, we did a water balloon toss. We did all kinds of stuff, musical chairs, all that good stuff, man. That was a good family-friendly event. You know what I'm saying? So if you need any kind of MC hosting the, you know, and hosting services, holler at your man, your favorite cousin, Cousin Cornbread, because I could pull up to the family joint too. And you just call me cousin Cornbread. They just gonna think I'm part of the family anyway. You know what I'm saying? So it's a you know I got dual 
what you call it? I got dual utility. You know what I'm saying? I could be a cousin. I'm the host. I'm like, whatever you want to do. We in there. <laughs> so, yeah, so make sure y'all go on CousinCornbread.com, man. Check all that stuff out. Get a T-shirt. Pumpkin spice season has started again. It was very important. You know what I'm saying? Because, y'all, if you've been listening to this show, you know that I am pro pumpkin spice. Okay? I am black, and I am out as a pumpkin spice uh, connoisseur and enjoyer of pumpkin spice muffins, pancakes, um, sometimes lattes, depending on who make it. I don't really like Starbucks uh, pumpkin spice latte for real. But I've had some that have been all right. I think um, Panera Bread got a joint that's legit. And low-key, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven got some good pumpkin spice joints when they put it out there. All the spots don't have it, but if you at a 7-Eleven, sometimes they'll put it over there with the, the iced coffee. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all check that out. But back to the pumpkin. So the pumpkin, so I have a whole line of T-shirts called Blacks for Pumpkin Spice. Okay? So if you black and you listening to this show, and you enjoy pumpkin spice, you can come out the closet with the full support of Cousin Cornbread. All right? You know, you, if somebody talking down on you about your pumpkin spice activities, you tell them, look, pull up on Cousin Cornbread. He got my back. Okay? And, I, and I, I'm going to honor that no matter what happens. So make sure you go on cornbreadscloset.com and get you a T-shirt, sweatshirt, uh, I got two different designs for that pumpkin spice, blacks for pumpkin spice design. Make sure you'll get one. And I'm about to make another one too that's that's like you know, just generic. So it ain't, you know, racially biased. You know what I'm saying? But it would be funny if any of my non-black listeners also rocked the blacks for pumpkin spice joint. Cause that'll be hilarious. All right. That'll be funny for me and everybody that you pull up on Starbucks with. <laughs> Anyway, man, because I got a lot of compliments about that, John, last year when I when I dropped them. You know, a lot of people, a lot of blacks be in the closet about pumpkin spice because it's supposed to be like a basic white drink, right? A basic white bitch, I guess, is what they usually call themselves. Uh, and I don't really use that term because I don't think anything's basic about pumpkin spice personally. And I think that it's very uh, derogatory to talk down to people like that. That's rude. You let them you let them drink their pumpkin spice lattes and pancakes and muffins in peace. That's their preference. That's their, you know, their, their taste palate. Who the hell is you supposed to tell them they basic because they like pumpkin spice and wear Uggs and all that? Fuck how y'all feel. <laughs> and, and dead ass man Uggs be lit. They be comfortable. You know, I tried some more, but they ain't, really, they ain't have them in my real size. But I tried some more one time. And them man Uggs are comfortable, so you can do the whole thing. You can you can basic bitch it up as a black man, even, right? <laughs> but if you're confident in yourself, hey, listen, you do whatever you want to do. You live your best life. You want pumpkin spice, go get it, all right? Anyway, man, y'all let me go on a tangent on that like I usually do, but yeah, man, that joint good. I'm, I can't wait to get me some pumpkin spice pancakes. Mm. I already eat the sweet potato pancakes all the time. But the pumpkin spice pancakes is out now, too, because they started pumpkin spice season early this year. Like, they do everything else, right? Just like they put up all the Christmas trees and all that kind of stuff already. And it ain't even, they just doing, they be, they be forcing it. 
And I don't know why they be forcing it so much, okay? Um, but yeah, they be trying to, you know, they doing everything early now. So y'all get out there, man. Get that pumpkin spice. Live your best life. Send me your pictures, man. Go buy a t-shirt, sweatshirt, whatever. Or even if you don't buy one, just go tag me in your pumpkin spice photos or whatever. You know, I'm some cousin cornbread on everything. All social media. Just make sure you tag your favorite cousin. All right? Anyway, man. And what I, I'm going to get back to one of the things I, I was doing. That we haven't done in a while. I don't think we've done it at all. Actually, we did a couple, I guess, with my um, couple episodes with Rue where I, I, you know, I had my fun facts, you know, because I like to know basic, um, what do you call it? Useless information. I, but it's not really useless because you can always use this at trivia or just in general conversation because some of you know, it should be interesting, you know, just because you're not talking about it 24 hours a day or, you know, whatever, like regularly, it's still interesting, you know, and, and one of my useful, one of my fun facts for the day is actually involving peanuts because, you know, I, I travel a lot, man, and one thing that's a real big problem on planes and, and a lot of airlines, I don't know if all airlines do, but I know a bunch of airlines, they don't give you peanuts no more, right? They used to give out peanuts, but then everybody allergic to peanuts for some reason and be dying or having complications because they just sitting on the plane with peanut dust blowing around and recirculating and kid trying to kill every damn body. God, you be like, damn, they kill that damn peanut to kill that damn body. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, peanuts is, is a real big thing. You know what I'm saying? I had to stop eating peanuts, too, for some reasons because they, you know, they, you know, they got certain stuff in them that inflame things for me too. So I'm like, damn, I can't eat no peanuts like that. I got to, I got to cut back. I don't have an allergic reaction, like a hard one, but I get a low key reaction to peanuts and almonds, man. So you like, man, these nuts out of control trying to kill people. She can't even be quote unquote healthy. Those got healthy fats, right? Peanuts and almonds and walnuts and all that's supposed to be the healthy alternative or the healthy fat that you're supposed to get. You know, that's a whole nother scam anyway. So look, in real life, peanuts ain't even a nut. Did y'all know that? It's not technically, scientifically, a nut. It's actually a legume. Or legume, how you supposed to say it? L-E-G-U-M-E. A legume. Ain't that crazy? So when y'all see all the vegetarians and uh, vegans and all that stuff, they be talking about they eating legumes. They probably eating some peanuts in there, okay? Probably some kind of peanut soup or some shit like that would qualify for being a legume. So according to uh, Webster Dictionary, a nut is only a nut. If it has a hard shell, dry fruit or seed with a separable rind or shell and interior kernel. So that means walnuts, almonds, cashews and pistachios all aren't nuts. They're all seeds. That's crazy, right? So when you be buying like the mixed nuts. From Walmart in the can or whatever, right? Ain't none of that shit in the can a nut. You got you buying a, a, a can of seeds or legumes. 
So it's just another scam. Everybody knows that I think everything is a scam, man. And, you know, just this marketing and packaging and whatever they tell you, you go with. But if you research it, you find out that this is all a big-ass scam. This ain't even getting nuts for real. Now, based on this list, one thing I didn't do, I didn't go see what really qualifies as that because all these things I just listed are what I've always learned as being nuts. Like, so shit, like, what else is left? You don't got walnuts, almonds, cashews, pistachios, or peanuts. So what the hell is left? That's the real question. I need to look that up. Somebody somebody let me know. Just get in the comments and let me know what that is. You know, hit me on whatever you follow me on. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I didn't do that. I, I didn't I didn't I didn't take the extra step. I didn't go the extra mile on that one. I'm sorry, fellas, okay? I'm sorry, people, that I didn't follow that up with uh, the additional information like I usually do. Because I usually Try to be thorough on that. But that one, I, I flopped. I'm sorry about that. Flopped like Le- LeBron James, just flopping. My bad. <laughs> but, yeah, man, that's the uh, fun fact for this episode right here. And uh, we're going to get straight into what I said I was going to talk about, which is courtesy sex. And um, it's one of these things which is like mm, you, you kind of dating someone that's cool, they get you, you know, either you went on a, a blind date maybe, you know, based on some friends setting you up or maybe somebody you have known for a while and they asked you out and you accepted yes or whatever, but, or whatever. You might have accidentally swiped right on somebody on Tinder or Bumble or whatever you on, you know, as far as dating apps. And then, you know, you you kind of just go with it, you know. They get you. Y'all have a good interaction. They're nice and all that kind of stuff. Y'all have similar interests. and uh, But, you know, y'all like doing activities together maybe. Y'all like to converse about whatever it is that's going on. Y'all taking ussies and they look cute, whatever. But for whatever reason, you really don't, you're not really attracted to them, right? Like physically attracted to them. You, you don't think they ugly necessarily. But they just don't make you horny, right? They just don't make you, you know, they don't give you that tingle that you that you need to get in order for them to be like the, yeah, like they, yeah, I'm about to, I'm trying to get that. They don't give you that, right? And there's nothing else wrong with them, but, you know, you know they just don't make your clit tingle. You know what I'm talking about? They just don't make your dick jump when they come around. <laughs> So they're awesome on paper and basically by all other measures of life, like they should be, you know, they should be somebody that you want to date those long-term date or whatever it is that you do. But, you know, they just, you just can't imagine like nothing you think about with them is ever sexual. It's always some kind of activity, you know, like y'all at the damn, library or the museum or y'all like doing some kind of functional activity versus yeah you ain't thinking about them in the in the bedroom right and so the question is man in those situations have you decided to be nice and go ahead with it and kind of try to see if it's going to work itself out to get to that point um or not what, what, what do you do in that situation? Like, do you kind of drag them along if they if there is an interest from that side? Or 
how do you even bring it up? And it's a thing that I think more people than not struggle with sometimes because a lot of us are taught to not be shallow, right? You don't want to be shallow and, you know, say, okay, I'm only focused on the physical, right? Or you try not to be. I know I try not to be, but, you know, so I, for me, it's happened a couple of times, man. And, I, and on two occasions, I decided, you know what, they so nice and put in so much time and effort and we both have put in time and all this stuff, you know, that, you know, you know I'm going to go ahead and give them some courtesy dick. <laughs> right have you have y'all done that i think i think i have man like i've been like man you know what you know maybe i should have not even gone this far down this road or you know just felt like i was obligated almost and i think we I think we talked about having being obligated to somebody fly you out getting flued out last episode right me and rue talked about touched on that if you're obligated to have sex when somebody fly you out Right. And I like I don't think anybody's ever obligated, but I think sometimes when you connect with this person and y'all got everything else except for that one thing that's missing, I know I felt obligated to go ahead and just give them, you know, go ahead and give them the dick. You know, at least at least one time. Right. Like I was like, you know what? Just go ahead, slide your dick one time. Just just slide it. Just just slide it in there. Just here you go. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of when you like, actually, I said I'm talking about tipping. Like, kind of when you tip, you kind of, you know, you fold your hand over. You got the money in here, but you fold your hand over, and you kind of just give it to them so that nobody really see. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to make it a big production. <laughs> but you feel like they earned it. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, man, I just think that I was thinking about that. And, um, you know, it's kind of like a more, you know, like a tip, I guess. You know, like, like a thank you note or something like that, where it's like, you know, I appreciate all your time and effort and the experiences we shared. And even though this might not evolve into a full blown relationship, romantic relationship, um, you definitely deserve it. I, I just go ahead and, you know, might go ahead and do it. And, I, and I've talked to other, I've talked to women who've done the same thing. You know, they'd be like, oh, he's so nice. You know, I, you know, I was trying and stuff like that, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I, I agree." You know, sometimes you, it's like you know, like you, they deserve the prize that they've been working hard to secure. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people have probably done that in some form or fashion. You know what I'm saying? Like I've heard women be like, All right, "I'm gonna go ahead and let them eat my pussy." You know what I'm saying? Like they just because that's what he's been begging to do. You know, he's a nice guy. He ain't want to come off too hard. He you know, he ain't want to press her out. So, you know, a lot of dudes will come with the with the passive way to get to the to the sex, which is, all right, well, just let me eat it. You know, what? y'all have heard me on this show talk before. Don't ever offer that, in my opinion, because that's just setting you up for failure, okay? Because they're going to talk about it. They're going to put you in a group chat, okay? When you offer head-only fellas, you go directly to the group chat. Okay, the ladies were gonna tell everybody that you just offered them head for nothing else. They're gonna take it and they're gonna report back about how good it was. And if, and then they're gonna talk about how you thought that the head would get you, you know, get you to the full blown sex and that it was laughable when you try to transition from the head 
two to sex and they had to hit you with the Heisman. They had to hit you with the stiff arm and be like, boy, if you don't sit your ass down, I told you head only. And then they gonna laugh at you. So don't do it, fellas. But I've heard sometimes that if they like you, like you for real, like they get, you know, they might go ahead and get you some. So, but I wouldn't recommend that roundabout way. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but yeah, man, um, it's like, you know, I think it sometimes feels like it's a parting gift. You know what I'm saying? When you know you're going to get on that little the speech where you're saying, um, you know, it's not you, it's me, um, all that kind of stuff. You know, when you know you're about to put them in the friend zone, um, sometimes this might be like the friend zone extended. You know what I'm saying? This might be a a new category because you got the friend zone joints that's just never going to get nothing, right? Then you got the, I would call this the friend zone extended or friend zone 2.0, which is another status that you might be able to attain where they go ahead and give you the courtesy cooch, courtesy dick, depending on, you know, what you like. So, I don't know, man. Maybe that's going to, you know, I think some people need to just admit or even maybe just openly communicate that to them. Be like, you know what? You ain't the one to one, but I'm going to go ahead and break you off a little something, something. So, you don't, so you ain't, it just wasn't a complete, um, I don't want to use the word waste. This wasn't a complete mm, failed attempt, baby. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and one time, and so I'm going to tell y'all from my personal experience, man, uh, one time, uh, this actually worked out for me, and we remained regular friends and all that kind of stuff after the fact. You know what I'm saying? And um, the others, I told you I had two examples, you know, from my, from historics. It ain't even, is that a word, word? Historics? Anyway. So one of them worked out fine, and it was cool and whatever. We both... We both agreed that it that was the best way to just, you know, put each other in the friend zone and keep it moving. And then uh I had another one that was just like a whole big drama fest. Like it was bad. Like it was crazy, right? And the and it started out crazy because and I should have known that it was gonna be a bad thing because basically, you know, we we had like talked we actually had talked about the sex. Right. We talked about it before. And the time I was sitting there thinking like, man, I ain't even really. This ain't really I ain't even really excited about this yet. Right. But like, I talk, you know, what I'm saying I, I think I'm a good I'm a open communicator most of the time. But, you know, we sitting there talking about it. We end up, you know, about to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? So. Man, what happened is, you know, we going, we get we get getting ready. And I'm going to just keep it straight. You know, this might be a little bit graphic, but this was going to happen. Like, as soon as the head of the penis crossed the vaginal lips plane, okay, vagina lip, as soon as it crossed the plane, okay, it turned into a whole long-term relationship. And I was like, hold on, wait, shit, damn. Like, she literally... Like, I will never forget, she looked at me and was like, looked at me in my eyes as soon as the the tip touched the lips. And she was like, yeah, so um, 
you gonna have to drop all your little female friends and we need to go, you know, we gotta start having couples date night and uh, talking about my wardrobe and all this kind of stuff, like changing up my wardrobes. And oh, she, then she was like, oh yeah, and you know, you got a lot of whole people. This was, I was on Twitter a lot. So she was like, oh yeah, you got all them people thinking you funny on Twitter and all that. Like, but when I'm telling y'all this, we had this whole conversation and it was just the tip of the head in the vagina. This like, I'm literally sitting on my knees, you know, at that point I had good knees. I had to, me and Megan the Stallion had them good, like I had them Megan the Stallion knees back then. You know what I'm saying? The strong knees. So I was sitting on my knees with the, you know, with the tip right there. And I was like, wait a minute, are we really having a full blown conversation right now? <laughs> like a full blown so how are we going to proceed from here? That's what she said. How are we going to proceed from here? Like, what are we going? What are we doing? What is this? What are we doing? I was like, well, Sean, that was the whole point of us having these whole conversations. I thought we had agreed. Nah. No. Like, she, like, dad, like, the dead ass had a whole, I don't even know, a whole, we had a whole conference right there. And I'll never forget, I was just like, man, this is terrible. Terrible. And I'm like, yo, I thought that we like was buddies and that we had already planned this out and that we was going to still hit the zoo and we was going to still go French toast touring around the city and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, yo, she just went into a whole nother mode off the tip. I ain't even, when I tell y'all I ain't get a full stroke, that's real life. I didn't even get a full stroke that day. And I was like, man, I'm glad. That that didn't, that I didn't, uh, I don't even know. I'm glad it didn't really go all the way down because that was a scam. She scammed me into that. I, I think that she thought that, I don't know. I don't even know what she was thinking because after that, I was scared to even talk to her again. You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this is a whole damn scam because I had never seen that part of her, right, ever. You know, she went from like the buddy to homie. And now, oh, you know, we got we got to figure out what we doing going forward. <laughs> we both sitting there butt-ass naked. She talking about what we about to plan going forward. And I'm sitting back on my heel, with, on my knees, sitting on, you know, sitting back on my heels like, oh, man. Dick done gone down. My dick was like, y'all, y'all good. Hope y'all, thank y'all for coming out, you know, enjoy. <laughs> God bless you. Good night. And my dick, my dick was just like, nah, I'm good. Y'all, cause y'all doing both of y'all doing too much, and y'all need to come and call me when y'all ready. You know what I'm saying? My day was just completely disinterested <laughs> from, from that whole situation, man. But uh, <laughs> that young was a whole scam. And the another thing I always hear people talking about, man, in like in line with something like that is just people always will be cocky about their sex, and I'm. I'm not a person that supports that at all. Like, no matter what you done experience with somebody else, don't ever talk up your sex game. Don't ever, there's no reason, there's no benefit for talking up your sex game, ever. Okay? It's like there's no reason to offer ever offer free, uh, no strings attached head for the fellas, especially. Uh, there's never any reason to ever say stuff like, yo, this pussy or this dick gonna change your life. There's not, no, don't ever. Don't ever make that declaration, okay? Because you don't know. You don't know. You have no idea how y'all chemistry is. Just like that. 
just like that experience I just described, like we ain't even, I don't know. It, I'll never know, right? But what would be the point of me had already talking that up or if she was talking it up or whatever? I actually had a girl like that too that talked up her sex game. She was like really confident with her sex game one time and it was just like, it wasn't good at all. But anyway, I'm not going to even get into that story. But um, the crazy part is, you know, it's like, People would say, oh, make these declarations and the sex is going to change your life and blah, blah, blah. But you don't know. They might have been, you know, you might, your your dick might be big to your other girls. But she might have been just fucking porn stars for her whole life. And then you pull up with what you thought was the big dick. You thought that was the big dick, but that ain't. That's the little dick for her. Well, that's the average dick for her. So you can't, you know, so if you, whatever you're going to do, you better have some motion in the ocean or some other tricks because the dick size by itself is not what you, not going to add up to what she done already had. Okay. Same thing with the, with the ladies. You know, a lot of ladies will talk, oh yeah, this pussy going to change your life. Oh, is it? Is it? Do you got the grip? You've been working. You've been doing your Kegel exercises. You got the you got the yoni egg popping. You got the yoni egg grip. Do you got that? That's what we want to know. <laughs> well, your joint might you know you never know. You got the you got the Fiji. You got the Fiji waterworks. Or you what you got? What you got? You working with the Deer Park? I don't know what you got. You know what I'm saying? So you don't know. You don't know what he done had. He might have somebody that just completely matched him or she might have somebody that completely matched her and they don't got nothing to do with what you done experience sometimes you know what I'm saying but yeah man <laughs> y'all stop making them wild ass declarations about how great your sex game is alright because you know it, it, I don't know man sometimes it's just one of them things where you know you you just, you, there's no upside to it, you know? And I just want y'all to avoid that going forward, okay? That was my main goal in trying to let y'all know what y'all should expect and not expect from either trying to establish these old, you know, trying to get somebody some courtesy sex and talking up this dick game, talking up the pussy game. And it's mostly for y'all fellas, man, because, you know, I see a lot of dudes talk a lot of shit about their sex, man. You know, even you know, I'm like, dog, don't. First of all, if y'all in the group chat with fellas, man, um, some of y'all dudes be wild, man. No, none of the rest of the fellas care about your dick. Just don't, don't stop talking about it in the chat. Like we don't, we don't care, dog. Like, hey, you know, if you if you smashing all the joints, like, hey, congratulations, man. But that what you want to do with your life? But I don't care about what your dick doing. Okay. Really don't. <laughs> so y'all leave that out of the subject matter for the group. Just send the booty pictures of un, you know, of, of random Insta thoughts or whatever it is, and keep it moving. And send me travel advice. Send me some travel tips to the group chat. So if any of my homies listening from the group chat, just make sure y'all put some useful stuff in there too. You know, so you can hit booty booty. Uh, Southwest got a, uh, a discount code booty booty here you go coupon to something like i need some kind of useful stuff in there too okay not just all 
just straight ass and definitely don't talk about your dick. And don't talk about shit. And a lot of fellas be in the group chat talking about taking shits for some reason. I don't know where the fuck that came from in the real. I don't know if it's just my friends or whatever, but y'all dudes got to stop talking about taking shits in the group chat. That's another thing because that's just weird. Nobody, that's another thing. We don't care about uh, how regular you are, sir. Okay? So we're going to keep that moving. <laughs> But anyway, man, let me keep this joint moving. Uh, one thing about, you know, and I wanted to, you know, it's, and I was talking about courtesy sex, right? So another thing that that comes up, you know, that's kind of like a, a thing about being courteous and being customary is when you tipping, especially internationally, when you go abroad to places that are quote unquote like not doing as well as the U.S., Right. So a lot of people have, you know, they feel like they have to tip these people. Right. These these service people or whatever, no matter what they're doing. Right. Like, you know, I guess some stuff like in the hotel industry and all this stuff, like tips are, are expected. But in certain countries, it's not expected. So you don't really know. But do you ever feel obligated to tip? Right. And do you tip everybody that's on long on your journey, like travel to the Caribbean or whatever and it's like a lot of tour guides and or, in, or when I was in Africa or you over in um, when I was in certain parts of Asia like do you tip everybody because it's a bunch of motherfuckers involved in your trip you got the tour guide you got the bellboy you got the luggage handler you got whoever set up the transfer from the, you know from the airport to this you got it's like it might be you might talk to four or five people before you get to your room or for, to your activity or whatever so how do y'all break that down man i be so anxious i be like man like how much money am i supposed to give these people right like they i mean i'm sure they make some kind of wage <laughs> right like how much money you supposed to give them like if i give all my money to the luck if i give the luggage handler five how much does the driver deserve? Does he deserve 10? And then if he deserves 10, how much the motherfucker take my bags to the room get? You know, how much the bellboy to give you the, if you go, you go to these hot islands or whatever and they give you the cool towel and the welcome committee be standing there, right, with the water and the cucumber water and the hibiscus tea and all this shit. How much are you supposed to give them people? How much are you supposed to, oh, this would be too much. I'm like, man, I need, I need it to, I need something to happen where, there's a tipping pool. Like, I need like a handler who gonna. I'm gonna just give one person the money, and then whoever helps you get me to my journey with the most comfort, you tip them. Out of y'all, y'all, y'all deal with that on how y'all gonna do. Y'all need to have a whole network of people. So you pick me up from the airport and take me to the joint, and all them people work for you. And I'm gonna just give you that one. I need one POC, one point of contact, cause I can't figure it out. Y'all figure. I don't know. Y'all do it. Right, I just be it be too much, man. And then, cause I be like, man, I gave your man's all the tip money. I ain't even know I was gonna have to deal with you, cause you came in here and, and adjusted the air conditioner or whatever. I ain't know I was gonna have to tip you. I'm all out tip money for the day. You know what I'm saying? And I do that too. That's one thing y'all should do. Prepare your tip money. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you go out and whatever you doing. Make sure you say I'm gonna have X amount of dollars a day, twenty dollars a day for tips, whatever. And put that as part of your budget because that junk can add up depending on where you're going and depending on what kind of activity you're doing. If you're doing a transfer and an excursion and a, 
booze cruise and all this shit, make sure y'all got tip money for all them bad because they all gonna want money. They gonna be expecting it and they gonna look at you sideways. You know what I'm talking about? So, that needs to be some kind of expected, that needs to be like a tip range for each country. Right? Because like, you know, tipping in Costa Rica and tipping in the Bahamas versus tipping in Aruba versus tipping in, well, Bangkok versus tipping in South Africa versus tipping, or well, not South Africa, Johannesburg specifically, right? Whatever. I, I messed that up because I always go to certain countries and you, you people say big countries and you just say the whole damn thing. But whatever, y'all get it. So it should be like an expected range somewhere, like a, a listed publication. <laughs> like by the State Department. Somebody, it got to be like an official range because I'm tired of tipping, y'all. I'm tired of trying to figure it out. And being feeling like I got to tip all these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming here for vacation and I don't got time for all y'all. Y'all got a family and all that. I get it. But me too. I need my work hard for this money. I ain't coming down here to give you all my money. I came down here. I bought this y'all on CheapCaribbean.com because I'm trying to save this money. And now you trying to eat up my savings, dog. <laughs> and that's what I tell them too. I don't be feeling like this point in my life, I don't even be caring. I'd be like, hey, Shawty, that's it. I'm done. I'm out. I don't know what to tell you. Okay? I, don't, I just don't, you know, I you know, I, I feel you. I, I did, did a great job, but I don't I don't have no more money. Go talk to whoever at the front desk because I gave them the last money, so y'all work it out. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I be trying to support people's hustle and all that, but I don't got it, man. So, she, I don't know. But yeah, man, like recently I had a little experience with, um, you know, with some tips uh, out back here in the States, man. And um, this wasn't even like, a, you know, none of that stuff, like tourism or none of that. I was at this strip club, man. Okay. And uh, I was up in New York. I just came back from somewhere. I stayed, stayed over in New York, visiting my peoples up there. And, um, we go to this strip club and it was like the most overpriced strip club I ever been to in my life. Like we it was like thirty dollars to get in. Right. And so that whatever, I guess that's kind of average, maybe down here in DC, that's probably about twenty dollars. I don't know, whatever, right? But the crazy part is me and my man's we sitting at the desk, I mean at the uh bar, trying to get tip money. Because, you know, we had got there early, it was kind of oh, you know, it was kind of um it wasn't nobody in there. It was light, so all the strippers was surrounding us, and we just felt like we pressured into tipping these joints, right? Even though we were just sitting there drinking, watching the game or whatever. So we asked for change. My man gave him forty, right? We gave him forty dollars for some ones back, and these motherfuckers said, "Oh, we only change in hundreds." I said, "Man, what hundreds?" Oh, I was appalled, y'all. I was so appalled. I said, you only changing hundreds. That don't even make no sense. Hundreds? Like, that's crazy. Oh, I'm not changing a hundred just because you said you only give out hundreds. So you need to tell your workers that they ain't going to get no tips because all I'm trying to spend in here is 40 <laughs> or six or whatever I feel like spending. If I wanted to change a hundred, then that's my business. If I want to change 2,000, that's my business. If I want to change four... Mother, if I want to change 
$20. You better give me 21s, right? Because these chicks is expecting me to tip them. And y'all should be too. And you expecting me to tip you off this drink and all, you know, like, what? How are you going to try to enforce a policy like that? And anyway, I was like, well, too bad for them. Because <laughs> the drink was already $20. That was another crazy part. It was $20. My man, being my people's order, it's a regular stuff. It wasn't even no top shelf. It was just like a regular joint, regular drink. Jack and Coke or something like that. 20 bucks, right? I was like, yo, this is outrageous. I'm, I'm appalled at this point, right? And, you know, the strippers coming around, they dancing, they cute, they nice, whatever it is, you know? And I just, I, I kept it real with them. I was like, hey, look, shawty, y'all need to talk to the management because, uh, I mean, your ass fat and you cute and you trying to work or whatever. I get it. You're doing your service. But your people's talking about, I can only get 100. You could have made about 30 right here, but I ain't had a change. <laughs> and I'm not willing to give you my parking money because I got to go back to the hotel that got valet, okay? And I need valet money. I need money to do other things tonight besides tip y'all, okay? So, and, and I'm on a limited budget out here in these streets, you know what I'm saying? That, but this wasn't... Tipping out $100 to y'all is just wasn't in my budget, okay? I ain't even bringing $100 in here. So unless y'all can swipe, y'all got Cash App. <laughs> y'all better get Cash App on this joint. Have a Cash App, what you call it? Maybe I should make that too, Cash App, little, the little QCR or QVR, whatever it's called. Little scan joint on the back of the ass because that's the only way you're going to get some money. I'm going to have to scan the barcode, y'all, because that's it, because ain't. I ain't, I ain't breaking a hundred in here just for them. Or I'm not, and I'm definitely not. So the scam was they trying to get me to go to this expensive ass ATM and I wasn't going to do it. Okay. Cause it was like eight, $9 to get the the money out the ATM. Come on, shawty. I'm not paying. I'm not paying that to get the money out. Of the, I'm not paying $9, $8 to get money out of this raggedy ass ATM over here, which is probably somebody probably skimming the card numbers off that anyway okay so i'm at to shut down my card and all this and pay nine dollars to get out and pay bank of america that two or three dollars that they charge to get the money out so I'm a, i gotta pay twelve dollars to get my own money out to get to you because you only break hundred oh no that that math is fucked up that whole that whole order of process is just all off <laughs> so it ain't gonna happen man you know what i'm talking about so anyway like i said man this customary tipping or these tipping ranges need to be listed somewhere. You know what I'm talking about? Even at these strip clubs. Listen, just like they charge a certain amount of money for a lap dance. It's $20 for the lap dance. All right. It's $20 for a lap dance. So don't be over there trying to get me for like another hundred. That's crazy. Why even charge for the lap dance then? It should be based on your performance. Okay? Maybe I should... It, it should be a max of, it should be 20 to 50. You get a max of 50 because you know they charge you per song. <laughs> and people, if you ain't never had a lap dance before, especially, I know a lot of ladies go out to the strip club and want to be fun and have fun and do all what they're going to do. Just be aware that strippers charge you per song and it don't matter when the song started. <laughs> so they might sit on your lap at the end of the song and the DJ going to be mixing all right, so they they be trying to count. They be they be on that uh, that made off. They be cooking the books because the DJ gonna play. He only gonna play half a song anyway. But they count that as a whole dance. 
That's 20 right there. So you over there, you done listen to three minutes of music, but you done listen to three songs, technically. And they gonna ask you for $60 in real life, in your eye, in, in cash. They want 60 what? I said, I just sat down, motherfucker. Like, what you talking about, $60? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Everybody is running a scam. Always remember that, man. Everybody trying to set you up to get your money some kind of way, man. That's what I wanted to tell y'all today, man, on Sex, Travel, Sports, Food Podcast. <laughs> so I'm going to let y'all get up out of here, man. Don't forget, tip, tip well, but don't over tip. And, uh, you know, don't fall for the courtesy dick or courtesy cooch scam, okay? And do not give out any uh, free head. Don't ever do that in life for either y'all, ladies or gentlemen, okay? So I appreciate y'all for listening, man. This has been episode number 34, and I'm signing off. This is your favorite cousin, Cornbread. Log out. Also, man, don't forget that even though we don't do this live, y'all can still call in and leave us a voice note, voicemail about how you feel about something we've even discussed or you want us to discuss, all right? So you can go ahead and give us a call, drop that voicemail, even with some feedback or whatever you want to do at 352-577-2676. Again, that's 352-577-2676. Those last four letters spell corn. I guess that's your favorite cousin. So make sure y'all do that, man, if you want to interact with the show. That'll be much appreciated. Also, the main way for you to interact with the show is to leave some feedback, leave a review, go on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, and make sure y'all leave us a review, man. Give us that five stars or whatever you think we deserve. All the constructive criticism is much appreciated. Feedback, whatever y'all going to do, man. Make sure you like, follow, subscribe, share with all your friends. We are on all the platforms, all the big ones. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox, SoundCloud, all of that. All right? And if you're listening on Anchor, the Anchor FM platform, you can actually have a, there's a voice note box that you can just click and record straight from your computer or straight from your phone and leave us a voice note that way. All right? And if you want to become a real, true first play cousin to your favorite cousin, Cornbread, make sure you become a monthly contributor, man. I appreciate that. You can do that for as little as 99 cents per month. All right? That ain't nothing to a big boss, baller boss like you. Now you can do 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. And you'll see the, the links to click on that whenever you listen to an episode, wherever you listen to it at, right? Alright, so make sure y'all do that, man. I appreciate y'all. Go on CousinCornbread.com. That's the landing page for everything, including the podcast, including Cornbread's Closet, including real estate tips. If you're into real estate, go check that out too, man. Got some real estate tips on there. I will be having other realtors come on and give us some tips right here because you got to buy the block back. Alright? So we're going to do that, man. Once again, appreciate y'all for coming through. And uh, as always, the three keys to life are Yes. Number one, stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Number two, always make a plan or you'll always work for somebody who did make a plan. Number three, don't drink and drive. You might spill some. Log out.